You're listening to CSB Broadcast, your local connection to what's happening in your community and at Community State Bank. Well, good afternoon. I'm Rachel Crane with Community State Bank. Joining me today for our podcast is Shad Brannan, president of Win Media and a true community activist here in Burlington. Thank, Thank you for you. joining us today, Thank Shad. Thank you. I appreciate being here. Well, we plan to talk a little bit about his connection to Burlington and the exciting things he has planned for 2016 and beyond. So I guess tell us a little bit about yourself and, and why you're so connected to Burlington. Why do you love Burlington the way that you do? Uh, I am a native of Burlington. I grew up uh, in the family that operated the newspaper here and several other newspapers in the area. So through that, there was always a very strong connection to what was happening in town. Um, That's continued in my life as far as being involved in the newspaper for quite some time. Uh, We sold that business uh, more than 10 years ago now, but uh, there are some offshoots, Win Media being one of those. it's, it's been in my blood for a long time and called Burlington home. I love it here. And tell us about your role at Win Media. For those that are listening that don't maybe know what Win Media is. Uh, Win Media years ago would have had a little bit more of exposure uh, in the community through our programming on cable television as Win TV. Um, and as I said, that was an offshoot of the newspaper. We used the news resources at the newspaper to um, create newscasts every day and those would run around the clock on CNN headline news. In fact, it was a very unique relationship, uh, one of one of a kind in the country, of um, a local entity um, inserting their newscasts. We did it every half hour, six minute block. Uh, there were some TV stations that would do that around the country to promote their product on broadcast, but this was unique in the sense that it was not there to promote something else. It was there just as a news source. And so that carried on for many years. Uh, That has since changed when media is now involved still in video production, but more on the marketing side. Um, Some of our largest clients are schools, actually, and we uh, create uh, marketing materials for them for student recruitment and development. Um, so, for example, in a couple months, we'll be spending a week on the uh, East Coast with the school that we produce a whole series of videos there. So it gets us out traveling, too. Nice. Well, what made you decide, we're going to shift gears a little bit and talk about the Burlington Theater. What made you decide to buy the theater and, and really turn it into the destination that it's become now? That actually happened because of Wind Media and the video production services. I had approached my my friend, Kevin Alvarez, who owned the theater. He actually brought it um, out of bankruptcy, uh, or it had been closed for a couple of years, and so he revived it. And um, I'm a late night person, so I would stop down, I'd see his light on up in the office, I would stop down and we'd just be talking about the movie business and learning more and more. And uh, we were producing the commercials that would, the local commercials that would uh, be shown prior to the movies. Before the movies, yep. Uh, Eventually he had a desire to sell and over the years, like I said, I was just learning more and more about the business and I said, well, sure, I'll give this a shot. So (laughs) that's the (laughs) way it happened. you jumped in with both feet. Yeah, yeah, and I've enjoyed it. It's something that was uh, totally different than what I've ever done in the past. Well, you have different events there. you know, football games, Spooky City kind of ends up there. Why don't we talk a little bit about that? Sure. Um, uh, we've tried to be um, uh, very involved in the community, and uh, the theater um, 
by nature too is a great meeting place in a, a central business downtown so it lends itself well to do a number of these events and movies themselves uh, lend themselves well to uh, creating events that uh, a, a whole unique set of events. Um, every Shall we movie say has... Star Wars? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many opportunities for promotions and events that, that can center around these movies. Um, even this weekend, um, we are uh, showing a special showing of um, Spotlight, the uh, winner of Best Picture at the Academy Awards. So we're opening that up with discounted tickets and have invited uh, Jennifer from the uh, editor of the newspaper to be there to talk about the movie, lead a discussion group after the movie, and uh, talk about uh, investigative reporting, which is the premise of what that movie is about. So it's things like that that I think are, I enjoy that. And I enjoy the aspect of you know, the community being involved with movies and other events. Some of them have nothing to do with movies, so we've just opened up the facility in a whole variety of ways beyond that. So as you mentioned, football games. Uh, it's so much fun to have a big group there cheering on the Packers, mm -hmm. sometimes the Bears, <laughs> twice a year. Yeah. That's, that will limit it to that. Um, but it's, it's just a great environment. So um, uh, the, the list of different events is, is really um, a unique blend of events that I hope uh, cater to a whole variety of ages, too. So Spooky City, which is an event that I've been involved with for a number of years now as well, from the, the bank side. Um, and we appreciate that. Yeah, well, <laughs> you're welcome. But why don't we talk about that a little bit? How, what, what got Spooky City started here in Burlington? Because I, I do think it's unique the way that all of the local business partners come together for the kids, you know, for, for a short period of time that Saturday morning. How did that ever come to be? I think this is our 26th year uh, this past year. Um, it was a comment made by my mother-in-law who uh, lived in the Twin Cities and she had mentioned an event that happens there. It wasn't the same as Spooky City but it was an idea to uh, promote the businesses in the downtown area and Halloween seemed to be just a natural uh, to invite people to come downtown and learn more about all the businesses that are there. Um, so. Uh, Trick-or-treating um, was a great way to do that because it uh, requires you to walk the streets and go business to business. And so it evolved from there, but it was uh, successful uh, the very first year. In fact, trick-or-treating used to be three hours. Now it's one hour. We learned our lesson after the first year <laughs> uh, because didn't envision that it would be that successful. So as you know, we hand out a huge garbage bag of candy to all the businesses. So we stock up for about a thousand trick-or-treaters. Um, but the first year, didn't know what, what quite to prepare for. So we handed out that big bag, and uh, then we uh, included a, a sheet to the uh, businesses that if you needed more candy, just give us a call. Well, about an hour into the three-hour period, the phone <laughs> Your phone starts was ringing. ringing off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, they must be handing out handfuls of candy. There's got to be something wrong, because there's no way they went through all that candy. Um, so we had a small stockpile of candy, uh, raced that over to them, and then... A few minutes later, the phone was ringing again, and then again, and again, and again. <laughs> so I'm running all over town to every store, trying to buy every piece of candy that was left on the shelves. And uh, we made it through, but uh, we learned our lesson. Now it's, it's one hour of trick-or-treating, which is uh, more than enough time to... Uh, 
to visit all the businesses downtown. Well, and it's neat. If someone had a bird's eye view of what the downtown area looks like when all these little little people converge on the streets, it is just hilarious because there are little children in costumes everywhere. It's so cool. My, It's fun for me now, like I said, having been involved with it for a number of years, um, but now being able to take my children to it as well is, is really, really fun. It's It's been a, it's been a um, yeah, definitely a fun event, and we've added on um, other attractions to the event, free hay rides, um, um, a free movie, uh, naturally, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> f- other free entertainment. Uh, so, yeah, it makes it a, a great event for downtown. The goal of that is to promote what is downtown and make it uh, show off that it is a friendly destination and the number of businesses that are downtown. They'd be shocked to know that there are nearly 50 businesses that participate. Not all of them participate, so it just shows there are a lot of businesses downtown. And Burlington really does have a great downtown area, which leads me to my next question um, about the old Shooty Daniels Mm -hmm. building that all of us local Burlington people know burned. Um, Tell us what your plans are for that. We are in the process of negotiating some leases. The goal is to have retail on the first level. Um, and offices on the uh, second floor and then a relatively unique concept it's it's more in line with um, um, something that you'll find in a larger metropolitan area but a co-working space on the lower level so it's designed for uh, smaller offices many times a one-person shop that needs a professional environment so rather than working from home or wherever they may go to conduct business, they can they have a professional office and a destination that they, they can use. Um, so uh, it will have an open cubicle area uh, so that anytime you need a desk, you can come in, swipe your card, and just work at whatever desk is available for you at that time. And then some private offices. So if you need an area that you can close off and call your own, those are available too. So um, we've been working with uh, Racine County Economic Development Corporation, and there's some other partners that are very much behind that. Uh, so um, that would be the concept for the, the lower level of that building. So it's a huge building. Um, I, originally, I got involved because I was just looking for a new office for Win Media in a, a video studio. Um, ended up being a lot more space than what we need, so <laughs> who can we invite to join us? So as I said, we have several leases we're working on right now. Um, part of the, uh, the, the timing aspect of things relates to obviously securing financing um, and then grants that are available, um, both on the state and county level. Uh, we just got approval last night, as a matter of fact, uh, through the county on a revolving loan fund. Um, and we applied for a state grant through uh, business development uh, that we should hear about in the next couple months. So once those are in place, uh, and hopefully some leases are signed, then we can get working on the building, which I'm very anxious to do. I have questions, or I'm asked questions about it all the time. Uh, so I, I want to see that project get moving as quickly as possible. As too. fast as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell us about your next project that you have going in Lake Geneva. Yes, um, the Geneva Theater, uh, originally Geneva 4, has been sitting vacant for a number of years. I think it's probably been 10 years before a movie has been shown, since a movie has been shown there. 
Um, they do have a stage. It was originally built, actually the same year as the Plaza Theater. They both opened in 1928, ironically. Oh, wow. Both as a single screen. Uh, eventually were converted to four screens, each of them, and both closed for a while. So I found a certain niche with theaters, I guess. <laughs> um, uh, so I uh, have an accepted offer on the building. Uh, we're in the process now of working with the city uh, through some TIF funding to help with restoring the building. Uh, it's been um, decaying for a while, so uh, there's quite a bit of work that needs to be done, especially on the inside. But it still has that flavor of the 1928 theater, the original theater, um, with a stage. And so there'll be a retractable screen that we can also utilize the stage behind that screen. Oh, wow. Um, but we'll also uh, have all uh, comparable to what you find at the plaza. Um, uh, the leather rocker and even some uh, le leather um, uh, electric recliners. So really the ultimate in luxury. A couple of those on dis are on display at the city council um, in uh, Lake Geneva. Um, food service, uh, etc. So um, also working with uh, a group, the Friends of the Geneva Theater, um, to help with some of the other live performances and opportunities that are available to utilize that stage. Wonderful. Yeah, so uh, looking forward to that. Hopefully that would open again if everything goes well uh, sometime this summer. Oh, wow, so soon, holy cow. Well, thank you so much for coming today, Shad. It was thank a pleasure you. speaking with you. Likewise, thank you very much. Thanks for listening to CSB Broadcast, your local connection to what's happening in your community and at Community State Bank. To learn more about Community State Bank, please visit us online at communitystatebank.net.